Welcome to the Lead It Culture podcast, where every episode is about learning how to grow and thrive in today's culture, rather than letting the culture define who we are. Here are your hosts, Kenny Mason and Edgar Ruiz. Hey guys, how's it going? We are oh. here for another episode at Lead at Culture. My yeah. name is Kenny, and this is Edgar. What's up? We are back at it. Edgar, how you feeling today, man? Feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Been a, been a good day. Yeah, that's yeah. what's up. That's well. what's up. That's what's up. So, we are here to talk about uh, racial reconciliation, yeah. basically, and diversity. So, yeah. how to embrace diversity. Yeah. It's a big, big topic, I think, Huge. always, but definitely, like, getting bigger and bigger, especially in the last... Three years or so, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think since George Floyd, yeah, um, that definitely like spiked it. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, and it shouldn't have had to. It sh- it, it shouldn't have had to. I don't know if I'm, like, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Like come to that point, it, yeah. In order for us to take it <clears throat> yeah. more serious, but mm-hmm. here we are, mm-hmm. and while it's kind of still hot, maybe not hot, warm. Let's take that and mm-hmm. figure out what can we do to be a part of that. Yeah, and yeah, so. <clears throat> I think the um I think the biggest thing is I don't even know. This topic is huge, man. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest mm-hmm. thing, you know, because I'm black, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing that happened around that time, yeah, um, with George Floyd and you know, everything that was going on with black people, white people, everything. And um it, it was a it was I I've never really scared or fearful mm-hmm. of, you know, anything that I see on the news or anything like that. That kind of shook me. Yeah. You know, because I was like, oh, my God, you know. Um, so, and in other in other instances, not even that. I think another recent a recent thing, I can't even think of his name. Um, you know, they showed the body camera from that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, you know, pretty much beat him. Yeah. And, um, he went in the hospital. He died. And, uh, and you know... I'm not gonna say anything about it on my opinion about that, but yeah, for sure. Um, I think that you know me being you know black, it was kind of like oh my gosh, you know this is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know it makes you look at your kids and you know look yeah. at you know think about you know who you're around and your workplace. So anyway, um, I think the biggest thing uh, that we gotta focus on today in mm-hmm. today's world is how can I embrace. The person that's next to me that does not look like me. Yeah. You know, like, what do I need to do, like, to get to know my white brother and sister, mm-hmm. my, you know, Hispanic brothers and sisters, yeah. my Asian brothers and sisters, my African brothers and sisters, um, you know, just any other race, you know, Middle yeah. Eastern brothers and sisters, you know, every other race that I'm not even saying right now, forgive me. But, like, I think, what is it, what do you think, like, how was it for you growing up or, like, Mm -hmm. did you experience any problems with, you know, people kind of being, you know, racist towards you or your family or people you knew or? Yeah. um, Well, childhood-wise, I mean, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico, so I just, it's just all of us. Right, right. And Puerto Rico is very, Puerto Rican people are very diverse in how they look. Mm. My mom is very Pale skin, like she's very white skin, mm. um, and so is my dad. My dad's a little tanner, okay. but we also have like my mom's sister is like dark, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my yeah. grandfather was very dark. Yeah, and so we we have very different skin tones, different like looks. Yeah, um, so I grew up and yeah, we're all Puerto Rican, but we all look very different. Mm-hmm. So when I moved to the states. I was twelve years old. 
uh, it wasn't that different to see different skin tones, different skin color, different people. It was just, okay, we're just from different places. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't really have a problem as far as race goes when I grew up. Um, my, I didn't grow up, and I grew up kind of like middle, middle class. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, I think my parents really put a seed in me of just be careful everywhere you go. Right. My parents definitely came here with the, with the presumption of, look, we're minorities. Right. So we, we're, we got to be careful. Yeah. We yeah. got to be yeah. on edge. And, and even to this day, they do, they say, do some things that, that I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not like that. Like, mm. it's not always like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I grew up on edge, even though I never really went through anything mm. that would have put me on edge. Right. It was more on edge because I was just told to always be careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up in Fairfax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty diverse yeah, yeah. area. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. around um, all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was always just around it. Right, um, yeah. And yeah, I, I don't want to say I ever struggled with that. I never really felt like I did. Mm. Um, I always felt included, felt a part of the melting pot, if that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what about you? You grew up in Hampton area? I did, yep. I'm from okay. Hampton. Um, I went to school. My, my school was predominantly black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had a sprinkle of white people and, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. No <laughs> uh, I mean, but yeah, so everything was, you know, high school, middle school, yeah. everything was, you know, predominantly black. Mm. Went to, I went to an HBCU, uh, historically black um, collegiate university. Um, so, I mean, that was a that was predominantly black, yeah. you know. Yeah. It wasn't until I got, uh, I started working at uh, the bank mm. until I started to be around more, you know, white people. Yeah. And um, so I had to be, I, I pretty much had to be confident in who I was, you mm. know, so that I wouldn't try to be somebody else um, or try to, because I, I think black people, when they are, especially in a setting like a bank. Yeah, like a professional Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because I'm more relaxed, you know. But yeah. when I get around people that I feel like they're more well-off than me, I can kind of change up my vocabulary, mm-hmm. you know, try to maybe change the way I look, you know. But yeah. um, I need to be confident <laughs> and comfortable, you know, in, yeah. in who I am. But at the same time... Not be foolish. Not unprofessional. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Still yeah. be professional, but yeah. just be you. Don't try to be anybody else. Exactly. Um, but I think that was the most, the one time that I, you know, like was around, not around a lot of black people, mm-hmm. you know, but it taught me a lot because, and I think that we need to be in, in we have to be in places of the opposite race so that we can understand how to embrace mm. that, yeah. that culture. Yeah. Because if we're not, then, you know, we can kind of get into a place of being comfortable around my people. Yeah. Like, I always want to be around black people because they make me feel good. They make me feel comfortable. Absolutely. You know, but when I'm around white people or Hispanics or Asians or Middle Eastern, whatever, I don't know what to do and I don't know how to act. Mm -hmm. So, like, what am I going to do now? The one thing I'm going to do is ask questions like you know yeah. if i don't understand that culture cuz i think it all comes down to we don't understand each other's culture yeah we don't yeah. you know no. there's a lot of assumptions about hispanics or puerto mm-hmm. ricans there's a lot of ex- assumptions about black people yeah. that if you say that to a black person and it's the wrong assumption it, yeah 
you might get jumped. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. You know, you might get you might, you might get swung on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, and that goes both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it, yeah, exactly. It, for any other, you know, yeah. race. I mean, you can't, some stuff you just can't say. Mm-hmm. So what are we supposed to do? We got to learn each other's cultures. You got to ask questions. You know, if you're a student or college student or just young adult watching this um, and you're in school, this is for you. We're, yeah. We, I think, you know, Edgar and I, I want to make sure that, you know, definitely we're speaking to that truth. And, you know, there's other races at your school. There's other mm-hmm. races in your college. There's other races in your workplace as a young yeah. adult that you can't always want to be around your people, you know, that look like you. Mm-hmm. Branch out and embrace that culture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, we have to do uh, as a people. So do you, have you ever felt uncomfortable around any other, like, Race. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even, even I don't want to say to this day, because it's definitely a lot less. Right, yeah. But if I'm the only one in the room, and I tend not to think about it, and I don't tend really even to notice it until it kind of like clicks. Like, I'll look around, I'm like, oh, I'm the only Hispanic in the room. Mm. Wow. Or, or, but how is that, though? Because a lot of people always paint it to be black, white, black, white, black, mm-hmm. white. So we got to have a good ratio of black. We got to have a good ratio of of of, of white. And, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Hispanic. Like, yeah. Do you feel like it's kind of like that? or? I Honestly, I don't focus too much on it. Mm. Um, and I think it's because growing up, I, didn't, I wasn't affected by the lack thereof. Mm. Um, I think when my senior year in high school, I moved to a completely different high school. First mm. high school I went to was very, it was like probably like 40% white. Mm. You had 30% black, 20%, uh, 20, 30% everything else. Where it was like 15 Hispanic, 15 Middle Eastern, um, Asian, all, all, whatever. Predominantly white and black, but with a bunch of every, everything else, right, um, right. like lumped in. Whereas my second high school, it was like ninety five percent white, mm. and then everything else was yeah, that five percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so there, I definitely noticed yeah. the okay, it's just me, and there's a black guy over there, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And but I never felt like I was treated differently. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. But it's it's only like a lot of times I, I notice it, and I don't know that I change. I I can relate to you at the bank, changing how you talked, changing how you kind of uh, compose yourself. Or, use bigger vocabulary words. <laughs> you use the SAT words up in the bank. Exactly. You, know? you ain't yeah, gonna yeah, use yeah. other words. Absolutely. You know? Like yeah, so you, you you're gonna change up your vocabulary. Yeah, you, know? you want to seem like well poised yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. if it's someone who even if you don't, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about at all, but I gotta make this, you know, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even want to know if it's if it's a race thing, but I think it's also how they're dressed. Mm. If I see a guy coming in in a suit, like I, I, the belt matches the shoes. Yeah, it's like okay. I, I, whether black, white, Hispanic, like I, I you are well off most likely. Right, it looks right, like it. So right, I want right. to act a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if I see same thing, black, white, Hispanic, if I see you coming from the gym and I can relate to you, you know, growing up playing sports, yeah. I'm going to be a little more laid back, a little right, more comfortable right, 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 in that yeah. scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that's a, also an important thing in bridging that gap where I think we, we, 
tend to focus so much on the race issue, which is there mm-hmm. completely, completely. I'm not taking that away, but I think we tend to focus so much on the race issue that we don't focus on that. Ev- like, there are people everywhere in, in all kinds of scenarios. If that makes any kind yeah, of sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the biggest thing is that when you do focus on race, you're not focused on people's, you know, heart, yeah, their mind. And who they are on the inside, mm-hmm. and um, and this is not at all saying, right? Like, because I've I've heard I heard people say, you know, color doesn't matter to me. When I look at people, I don't see color. I see, yeah. see and I'm like, don't say that. Yeah, don't say yeah. that because I understand, you know, from like other perspectives, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I am black. Yeah. And that's the truth about it. Mm-hmm. I grew up black. There's yeah. things that I've seen. There's that's things denying that I saw. your whole culture, your background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you absolutely. can't erase that culture. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful culture. Yeah. You know, the Hispanic culture is a beautiful culture. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. culture has its, its beautiful just things. Like we are all one because of who we are individually, not yeah. because we erased who we were and said, exactly. you know, forget my identity. I want to be this. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's like I am who I am because of who I was created to be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm going to bring this to the table because yeah. this is what we need to be able to be united. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, you know, I can't look at you and say, you know, I don't see color. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like. We, you, we are all transparent. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we got no color. Right, right, right. No. We're just all invisible. But so I said all that to say, that's one side of it. The other side of it is that what's inside does matter. Yeah, for sure. You know. In in your heart, inside mm-hmm. of your heart, like you know, I could I could you know, because there's white people. I grew up with white people that act black, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and you know, and 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 they were they were cool. It, it was sometimes it was a little too much. I'm like, all right, bro, chill out, <laughs> you know, you good, you good, yeah. chill. But then there's people that just understood, yeah, and that's a heart thing, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody that's white, somebody that's somebody that's black, trying to understand. I don't want to always say like always trying to understand black people because I feel like, you know, a lot of people always try to say, I need to understand mm-hmm. black people. And I, I think that's true. Yeah. But I think black people also have to, you know, make sure that we are giving our, you know, putting our putting our time in and understanding other cultures as well. Yeah. And not saying sure. people need to understand us, you know. Like mm-hmm. we got to understand other cultures as yeah. well because the, the world is not just black and white. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful, you know, um, you know, I mean, there's other beautiful cultures out there, but... I just truly think that, you know, what's in the heart matters. And when you give time to try to understand, you know, other cultures and other races, you know, that just makes you more understand. It it yeah. brings understanding. You can understand now because you gave the time to ask mm-hmm. questions, get to know. Yeah, exactly. And, and I assume, you know, yeah. because we all see stuff on TV, yeah. radio, we hear it all about mm-hmm. that, that culture, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, and not only that, it also... When you're talking to somebody and they know that you have taken the time to embrace their culture, they're going to be open to embracing yours. Right. You're already right, opening right, up the right. conversation a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that that question of let's say you're let's say you're a Christian, but you've never taken time to to think about the other. Oh, what do they believe and right. why do they believe it? Right, 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 right. Yeah. If you take the time to see that, you can find the point where okay. Let's talk about this. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. And in the same way they see that and they say, okay, they take they took the time right. to hear me out. Let right. me take the time to hear them out. Right, right, right. Um, the same thing with race. Yeah. If, if, 
let's say us if, as a Hispanic, I don't take the time to hear the concerns of a black man, then it's not, you're not going to take the time to hear my concerns, right, hear exactly. my voice. Exactly. It, it's just going to be a constant fight. Yeah. And I think also that the conversation can be as awkward as you make it. Mm-hmm. Your interactions are as awkward as you make yeah. it. Yeah. Your sure. encounters, uh, <laughs> you know, everything is as awkward yeah. as you make it. Yeah. If you are, you know, any other coat, if you are white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, and you know, and you just never talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, and and you and you're good friends, you know, with that person. Yeah, uh, I would challenge you to ask questions about your friend's culture mm-hmm. and how they grew up, you know, because that brings true diversity, not just. Excuse me. Not just saying that you can't just have a a, a, a black friend, Asian, white, whatever yeah. friend, and and think you're killing the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yes, I got a black friend. Yes, I got yeah. a Hispanic friend. Yeah. Yes, I got a uh, you know, I have white friends. You know, mm-hmm. like you got to give time. That does that's not diversity. Yeah. You know, at your workplace, you know, if you just get somebody that's you know another another a race on your team, mm-hmm. you're not embracing diversity. You're embracing diversity when you appreciate that culture, yeah. when you celebrate that culture, mm-hmm. when you celebrate where they're from. If you're yeah. if you have a friend that is any other race, celebrate and embrace and honor and acknowledge their culture. Mm-hmm. That's embracing diversity, yeah. not just having them in your corner. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. There, there was something you said about like we we make it awkward. Yeah, we're yeah. the ones who, we make we we make every conversation awkward if we want to or if we you know right and we put ourselves in that situation. There was one time I got pulled over. Oh snap! <laughs> Are you speeding? It was like a, yes, I was. I was, was it like, reckless? Like, yes, it was reckless. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they oh was going God. like. Actually, no, this time, this time it wasn't reckless. All the other times were reckless. This time it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was going 70, like 78, and I was reckless. It was like 78 on the 55. Ooh, it was reckless. Never mind. Where were you going, dude? I was coming down from, from 95, 95, and I was going from Richmond back up to Fairfax. I was still living in Fairfax. Yeah. And I think I was 22 at the time. That was 78 is not bad, though. Yeah, so I was coming up. Were you going with the flow of traffic? Yes. Okay. And so on, they, they, they weren't the, the wrong. Speed you got limit, a flow of traffic. The speed limit on 95 is 70. So I was going yeah. 77, 78. I get off uh, on an exit to go towards my house. Yeah. And it's still, it's not a highway like 95. Yeah. It's not an interstate, but it's still kind of like a like a main road. And uh, <laughs> But the limit was 55. And for whatever reason, it didn't register in my head that I was on a completely different road. So I just mm. kept going the same speed I was going. Okay. And so I get pulled over, <clears throat> and I'm in an area that is like white. Yeah. Like it is all white. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I get pulled over. I see from the rearview mirror, it's a it's a younger white cop. Mm. And I'm sitting in my seat, and I'm like, oh Lord. Keep me safe because, wow, yeah. like, I, I'm like genuinely getting nervous because of wow. everything I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, I, I've gotten transparency. I've gotten pulled. I had gotten pulled over like three or four times before this. Yeah. <laughs> also for speeding. Yeah, we're not judging uh, you, bro. We're not judging you. Do not judge Edgar. You out there? You got pulled over. I don't want to see no comments. No comments <laughs> on on how he drives. He's a great driver. Uh, you got a fast uh, car too, dude. I do, and so I had the car when the car was like brand new when I when so I got you pulled testing over it out. Car. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and, so, and so I get pulled over. It's a younger white cop, probably in his like 
low 30s. That's what he looked like. Mm-hmm. He's late 20s, low 30s. And all the other times I'd gotten pulled over, they were older cops. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten pulled over by an older Hispanic, an older white cop, and an older black cop. Mm-hmm. Um, and all treated me very well. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, because he was white and because he was young, yeah. it already put that fear in me. Right. And I started getting a little mm-hmm. nervous and came up. I, so I did everything in the car. I'm like, I turned lights on, like, make sure that, like, like I, all my hands are 10 and 2, like, yeah. nothing. Yeah. And he came over, he just lowered the window, treated me very nicely, very, he was very polite. Yeah. And he actually let me go without even giving me a ticket. Wow, yeah. Um, but that, that's what, it made me think of that. Cause you said mm-hmm. I put myself or you, we can put ourselves in an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. I put myself in a feared situation, yeah. very nervous yeah, and for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. I knew I didn't do, besides just speeding, I knew I didn't have anything to hide. Yeah. Um, so I was completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's another, that's another thing. How would it have been if I just reacted a little more normally? Yeah, yeah. Too. And at and at the same time, you were preparing yourself. Yes. Because you have to be prepared mm-hmm. when you do get pulled over because you don't know what would happen. Yeah. So I think it is good that you prepared yourself, but at the yeah. same time, it was the nervousness, the fear. Yeah. Which is like, oh my gosh, you know. Yeah. So that right there is yeah. you know. And not to say it could have never happened either. Right, right. Because for all I knew, it could something bad could have happened. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. that's why. Yeah, it is good to always prepare yourself. If it's at night, because it was at night, it was like at ten o'clock. Oh at night. yeah, yeah. So it, which I pulled up into like a sketchy parking lot because there was no space on the road. Yeah. So I pulled up into a sketchy yeah. parking lot. He pulled up right behind me, so I was like, I got to turn all the lights on. I got to mm-hmm. make sure that there's nothing that can hide anything. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make sure I can't like hide anything, or, or he he knows that I'm not hiding anything. Right, right. Um. And so, yeah, I think, I think that can be done without being nervous. Right. Yeah. And I, that can also be picked up on the officers, and where it maybe if they see that you're nervous, it's mm-hmm. gonna prompt them to be nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this person has something to be nervous about. They're a little right. shaky. Right. Where you could just be scared because of things that you have heard, right. which is valid. I'm not saying it's not, but trying to to keep your composure, you know that there's nothing there to hide, so don't act like you're trying to hide something. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. I felt like I I was going to get caught for some, like, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And in the same way, also, I feel like I acted respectfully, so Mm -hmm. he acted respectfully back. Right, right. Um, Yeah. And, and you yeah. get what you give, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dude, this was a good episode. We got to do a part yeah. two or something. This yeah, is just, absolutely. Yeah, For sure. Yeah, this it, is it's definitely so unending. much meat. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. This is a, but this is such a great topic. Yeah. You know, because it's a great need in our culture. Nothing today. an active topic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. we can wrap it up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. We will be doing a part two at some point yes. uh, of yeah. this and continuing the conversation because it's a it's a, an important conversation to have yeah. and to keep having especially oh, yeah. for you guys and in, in, if you're in school yeah. in college and parents so you're aware of what your kid is going through each and every day yeah yeah um thank y'all for tuning in make sure you subscribe like the video if you're on youtube like us on spotify and apple music make sure you follow us go like uh, it if you are back on youtube make sure you hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any um future content from our page subscribe thank y'all we will see y'all on the next one see ya see ya